Welcome to episode 27 of the Babes Talking Business podcast. Today's episode will be leaving you incredibly fired up and inspired to chase your dreams with total boss babe, Anna Richards, sharing her golden nuggets and knowledge bombs. Anna is a network marketing professional who's been in the industry for six years and prior to network marketing, she had spent four years in federal politics working for a member of parliament. So she describes always looking for another way and at the age of 25, she quit her career started with network marketing. Within her first three months of saying yes to her company, she rank advanced to the top leadership level. At the six-month mark, she rank advanced herself again to a six-figure-a-year residual income and by the 12-month mark was earning multiple six figures a year, which she still earns today. And at the 16-month mark, she was able to bring her hubby Morgan home from his full-time career. Fast forward five years and she has cumulatively earned over 1 million US dollars. She is built predominantly through social media and has been awarded almost every award her company can offer, has spoken on stages all around the world and has grown a team of over 20,000 strong. Today we chat about so much, in particular redefining the industry and raising its standards. Even though Anna is in a totally different company to ours, we want to show you that it's always been about collaboration over competition and that we are just so insanely passionate about impacting as many lives as possible with our industry, knowing that it is the most genius business model on the planet. We dive into topics like how you can create unbelievable financial security in your life with this business model, doing something you already innately do every single day and doing it authentically, what to do when your partner doesn't support you, creating a hobby income versus a business income and deciding what you want from this profession and the mindset needed to own that space. We talk about Anna's secret to how she crushed her business and built wealth fast and broke all of her company records and so much more. Before we get started, we just want to remind you that you can follow us on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, where we do a shout out of the week every week on Instagram for those who review us and give us five sparkly stars. We so appreciate and love your feedback. So please let us know what you love about this episode and don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can shout you out. You can also check us out over at babestalkingbusiness.com where we have loads of information, including previous episodes that you can catch up on. So without further ado, we are so excited to introduce to you this total goddess of a human who we are so grateful to call our friend, Anna Richards. I'm excited. I can already tell this is going to be like my favorite podcast. Yeah. But we say that all the time. I was like, you're going to say that to the next one. No, we know why. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. No, you know why? Because you're so passionate about everything. Like you'll be able to hear Anna's passion through mm. the screen or through your phone, however you're listening to this episode. But every time, I remember when I first met you, you just like, your presence, no matter what you're talking about, you're just 110% there. Yeah. Can we swear on this? I didn't ask. Yeah. If I drop one F-bomb, it's, it's just always- one. Because <laughs> what I was about to say is, because it's always a fuck yes or a no for me. Absolutely. That's how I live my life. I love that. I think I've heard you say that before. Yeah. 
So that's the only f bomb I drop, everyone. So if your kids are listening, don't lie that early in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise. So for those who don't know, we've got the beautiful Anna Richards with us today, and Anna, I've, I've actually stumbled across Anna through the network marketing profession. But I'd love for people to hear your journey. Like, what were you doing before you came across network marketing? And how did you come across it? Great question, Lon. <laughs> Thank you. No. So I've got a really unique story in that I was in federal politics. So I was a young go-getter. I was super passionate. Well, I am. I'm very passionate. So I was in federal politics, working a corporate career, had a phenomenal income, was, you know, just ticking all the boxes in life. So ticking the boxes for mm. trying to tick all the boxes, right? Seemingly ticking all the boxes. So from a corporate perspective, from an income perspective, and from a health perspective, just giving trying to do my best. And I was in federal politics and completely satisfied for the work that I did, but it wasn't what I wanted. I knew that it wasn't it for me. Yeah. Uh, and so it wasn't that I was looking, but I was open for sure. And I was constantly, I remember when, I remember the day that I left politics, um, my boss gave me the four hour work week. I was like, please, I've already met this like five years ago. Um, but he gave me the four hour work week and he wrote in it, he subscribed, 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 described, described. He wrote in that book, um, go and find what you're looking for because this isn't it. And I'll never forget that because, you know, probably like it was that was the pinnacle to be like, well, maybe this really is it. Yeah. So, because I, I I was you know earning an, a, an income at that time from network marketing, so it all kind of blew up from there. Really, that's so cool. But federal and, politics, I was a corporate girl through and through. And well, I met you. Well, I saw you for the very first time presenting at an incredible event here on the Gold Coast, redefining network marketing. I remember you got up and you spoke like like Loz said with so much passion. I was like, who is this chick? She's <laughs> amazing. And you probably don't remember, but I went up to you afterwards and I was like, I just need to like talk to you. I just need to be in your presence because you are so passionate about what you do. And I, something happened at that event. Like I got even more passionate about network marketing at the event because of what you said. And it was about creating change in the world. Like right now, network marketing is not everyone's favorite Mm -hmm. business model. It's not everyone's cup of tea. In fact, there are a lot of people out there who really diss the industry and mm-hmm. really just really don't know what it is. They don't have education around it, mm-hmm. but you're really making waves, I think, in in helping people change their perception on that. And so where did that passion come from? I am genuinely so passionate about this. And I always say I can – so if you're listening, no matter what level you're at ever – and you have heard someone be negative about it, but you've wanted to to take a serious look, but someone in your life has been negative or you've been negative, like I mm. always understand because I just think people don't know what they don't know. And so where mm. that passion comes from, and I, but I will tell you exactly, I can tell you the minute that it was born <laughs> in me. That's so cool. <laughs> um, it's that we're here. There's three powerful women sitting just here at this table that are here to change the name and the face of the profession. And we mm. are. We already are. I truly fundamentally believe that. But where it was the minute that it was born in me was I was sitting in a Chinese restaurant and across from a stranger and it was, you know, who's my now best friend, Peter Kelly, and she was just this chick from Perth. She hadn't made any massive waves whatsoever in the profession. Mm. No one, She was unknown. Um, but she had a passion 
that mm-hmm. I'd never sort of seen or met before. And she had a vision. And other than another mentor, and we can I can share that story, but other than another mentor when I was 18 who looked me in the eye and sort of cast this vision of wealth for my life, no one had otherwise looked me in the eye and asked me a question when I said to her, you know, I'm in corporate and I have this great income. I'll just share my goals and dreams, as you do, mm. to strangers. Right? <laughs> Everybody does that, right? Duh. Duh. And, she's, and I said, you know, I, I really want to retire my mom. Like, I really want to retire my mom. I want to, I'm, I'm passionate about empowering women. I had all these, these things inside of me. And she just looked me in the eye and she said, well, do you know how you're going to do that? And I was like, well, no, a great question. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't. I really don't. And she said, well, I know exactly how you're going to do that. And here's how. That's cool. And she drew the, our, you know, our company's compensation plan out, but any company's compensation plan is the key, mm-hmm. right? It was the, it was the vehicle to cast the vision for what was possible for me. Now, that moment is the moment that I was like, I'm here to change the face of this book. I didn't actually understand it at the time, but then to that, go into this yeah. story, but I know, so I always say I was, I was in, I'm proud. I say, you know, I was an intelligent, educated, powerful, you know, in my world anyway, politics woman that when this was, when a compensation plan was drawn for me, the business model. So look at, so the business model, the network marketing, it made immediate sense to me. It, mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. But I was like, hang on. Literally, I was like, hang on a minute. Hang on. Mm. Time out. I went to swear, but I didn't because I promised. (laughs) I promised. But I was like, hang on a minute. So I was like, you're telling me that this business model pays us referrals. Mm -hmm. It's a referral-based marketing plan. And she was like, yeah, you try the product. You love the product. If you like it. You share it, and this is this is network marketing. This is not unique to anyone. This is the entire profession. You love the product, you share it, and you get paid. And I'm like, this is the most innate human quality that every single one of us possesses, Mm. and we do every single day. And here's a business model that's going to reward me for that. Mm. And I'm like, this is generous and genius, and shut up and take my money on it. And that was it. And then to lead into, so if you're this person as well, I got I I drove home and I walked in the door to my husband. Old mate Morgzy, <laughs> who and I'm like to meet Morgzy. I said that was a double date. I was like, well, triple. I said you've got to meet the boy. I was like, I reckon they're good for a laugh. <laughs> Morgzy's like hilarious. All right, let's anyway, lock it in. Let's lock that down. If Dan gets back, my apartment at the moment is in New Zealand for a box party, guys. So I'll keep you posted. Let us know if the eyebrows are there. But. Him, old mate, I walked in the door and I was like, babe, oh my God, I was so excited. Oh. I was like, I'm just like, like, I met with this chick and oh my God, rah, rah, like I'm so excited and these products and if I love them, I can share them. And he, I was, I won't swear, but he looked me in the eye and he was so mad. Really? And he was like, you, you idiot. He was like, you have just been scammed. Oh my God, he was one He of was those. like, you just joined a pyramid scheme, you fucking. Yeah, like, and I, so the immediate response, the immediate response that I had to network marketing was from my most beloved, and it was so negative that I was like, wow. what is this, prof- what is this, like, what have I, but it, so here's the key, everyone, I wasn't then like, and this is just, I'm naturally curious in my life, but I then wasn't like, oh my gosh, I've made a terrible mistake. What have I done? Mm-hmm. I immediately was like, oh, I need to look into this. I want to research. I want to educate myself on what this is. Because, And I said that to him. I said, look, whoops, I might have made a mistake, but cool, mm. what a lesson. You get an I told you so, so you win. Yeah. Or you're uneducated, 
You've mm. actually got this warped perception of it because I've never, because I was like, I've never even, I've I never, I've never heard network marketing and I've never heard pyramid scheme. So I was like, and they're, they're so wildly different. So then I w- walked into my office at the time, started to look into, you know, where this had come from, mm-hmm. educated myself. And I remember walking out and I was like, ha, <laughs> you're the fucking idiot. I was like, it's just, it's. It's this beautiful, beautiful, multi-billion dollar profession, one of the highest paid professions in the world Mm. that pays out millions daily to its associates for doing what we innately do as human beings. I was like, what a gift. I'm in. Mm. And I said to him that night, we literally had a chat and I said, you know what, you don't have to, you don't have to get a t-shirt and the tattoo. You don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. We're not burning any virgins. But I said, (laughs) (laughs) but I was like, but you will respect my decision. And you won't stand in my way. And and that's just a lesson in life for everyone, no matter what you do. Mm. And, yeah, he said, absolutely, of course. And, you know, he said to me as well, and this is for network marketing women, and if they have skeptical partners, they always ask me, mm. you know, what was the switch? And he said to me, he said, I could not take you seriously because you took yourself so damn seriously. And it was like I had to respect you because you respected yourself so much immediately mm. in this profession. So, yeah. I think that's where, and then I've been in it six years now, and I'm just so passionate for all people, but, you know, I'm women empowerment, so women especially, that no matter, you know, find your home. We were just talking about all the companies before we jumped on, and, oh, we love that product, and we love this product. There's so many amazing products out there that you can align with, have, you know, and build unbelievable financial security around yourself, mm. doing innately what you do. And so the more that I can give that a voice and a light and a likeness, then the better. Yeah. And it's all about education. I think that's definitely our mission with this podcast. Like we want people who aren't in the profession to listen to this, to be educated because we, we thought when we heard someone say for the first time, you guys have been scammed. Like this is a pyramid scheme. We were like, have we? Yeah. But really, like if you think about it, like the $200 Nikes that you wear, that you pay, you know, ridiculous money for, it's cost $2 to make that from someone in China and that's a pyramid scheme yeah. in my eyes. Yeah. Organisations are pyramid because yeah. you can't – so the, the the ethos for, for us and my morgues is beautiful at explaining that from more like a stats, facts, figures um, perspective, but he always says it's a marketing distribution model. Mm. So that's all it is. It's a mar- it is a marketing distribution model. So when you buy – let's take that. So when you buy the Nikes – Nike has paid millions to a branding agency, to mm-hmm. a marketing agency, to, to athletes, athletes sponsorship, ambassadors, yeah. all of that. What a network marketing company geniusly does, and all companies, by the way, are moving to this model, uh, and I can give a 100 examples, but they just take all of those millions of dollars that they mm. would have paid through an, an agency or a company or an athlete and they give it to the everyday person yeah. and say, well, you go talk about your experience, mm. good or bad. Because at the end of the day, word of mouth is the is the best marketing distribution model in the world. And it's ethical business as well. Like honestly, what kills me is that there's someone in China getting paid two dollars mm-hmm. an hour to create those two hundred dollar Nikes, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of companies do this really ethically and they're paying out their distributors ethically. Like that's what I love about it. And anyone can do this. Like you don't have to be educated, you don't have to be smart you don't have to be a female or a male like anyone can do it doesn't matter what age what background it's just fair it's fair it's super fair that's Mm. what i love stay at home mums you know millionaire corporate professionals anyone can do it i love what you said it comes back to that innate 
neat like that what we do as humans we share that's what we do organically and so I know there's a lot of marketing research coming out right now that that is the most successful way in, mm-hmm. in marketing a product it's referrals it's word of mouth like I am mm-hmm. more likely to buy something if my mum says hey I use that face cream it was freaking amazing than mm-hmm. me just walking down an aisle and seeing 30 face creams being like which one do I pick and that's why everyone's on social media that's why like big companies are starting to pay social media influencers because they know People are going to be more likely to buy a product if there's someone that they know, trust, and look up to on social media who's recommending a product that they love and use. Mm-hmm. That's what network marketing is. And you exactly. guys are doing it every day when you're on social media and you see somebody using a nice oil you want to use mm-hmm. or they're, they're shopping or they've seen a good movie. Like even Shan, like I'm a, I'm a network marketer. I came back from Europe last week and I was telling Shan about this song that they keep playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. There's this song, but it's the same thing. As soon as you love a song and you tell your new friends about a song, you're sharing it. So imagine if yeah. that artist paid you money. Every time you said, oh, my God, you listen to any favorite song. Yeah, it's my I, my hairdresser was laughing. And she, this is when she got it. So I went red. You guys can't <laughs> say I'm lucky. But I went red. I need to actually get it done again. She just had a baby. How dare she? <laughs> I had to give her five, six weeks off. But, um, yeah, it was from, like, brunette to red and everybody. I've never, ever had more compliments on my hair before. And I was getting bombarded. Um, and if you want to go red, uh, like, ask me for a, a referral because – I was, I just, I honestly, the number one question I was answering for a couple of weeks was, who was it? Go to, you know, Lisa Wallace at Carver. Like, I was yeah. just referring my hairdresser, and she said, we've called it the Anna Red. Oh, that's hilarious. like, she's like, it's just the Anna Red because you're sending. Now, she deserves that business, and I will give her a million more customers, but it's not like you get a cut from that. No. But innately, it's what we do mm. face cream, same thing. So, yes, I am so passionate about our profession because it's like, it is this beautiful, beautiful compliment to a life, any lifestyle and you get paid for sharing something that you love. Mm. And, then the, and to me, you know, I always say, you know, movie, like the self-love thing, but I also say earn like you love yourself. And this is where I'm so passionate about women empowerment. And, it, I mean, we can go deep, we can go high, we can go wide in this, but I was brought up in a household with extreme domestic violence because my mum couldn't afford to leave. She had five children. Mm. So, and, you know, people were, you know, well, there's help. Sure. But when you're in that situation, so I Mm. know, like, I'm like, and my mom says to me even today, like, God, sweetheart, if like you are changing and saving women's lives by helping them bring an income into their household for whatever they need, Mm. be it extreme circumstances like that, where they just need that breath to run. Mm. or if it's that they want to buy a Gucci handbag, have at it. But it's whatever the level, you are, our wealth can only grow to the extent that we grow other people's wealth in this, Mm. which is just This is my jam. This is like, I love talking about this stuff. I love money. I love talking about it. I love smashing (laughs) the paradigm. My favourite part about coming into the network marketing profession is actually meeting women like you who are also mission-driven, and I think – a lot of the girls who I have been talking to who have the big successes, that is what drives them. It is mission. It is actually understanding that, yeah, like the products we use are amazing and the companies we represent are really awesome, but it's understanding what network marketing can be for a vehicle with just so many different people because everyone joins for different reasons. Yeah. And I love like, for me, you guys have heard Shannon my story, but like when I was working in child protection, I saw that mm-hmm. all the time. Like, like 50 bucks can honestly 50 bucks to a family can make the world of difference and it helps women feel more empowered it means they can have a little bit of people are staying in relationships because mm-hmm. of money so rather than me rescuing people i saw this profession as a way to teach women how to fish rather than just giving them the fish rather than mm-hmm. them getting to the center link it's like what if i teach you the skills on how you can create an extra 50 bucks a week which could turn into an extra 500 a week which turn mm-hmm. into an extra 5,000 a week if that's what you want it to be so I really love us opening that conversation to be like, 
what is network marketing as a vehicle? Like, what does it allow people to do? Because so many people join for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite stories mm-hmm. that I ever hear you talk about was because he was obviously so inspired and motivated to make change. Mm-hmm. It was a true story. Can mm-hmm. you share that? Yeah. Like, about how that I can. And I just was telling the girls as well, I said, oh, it's so relevant to share this story right now because, and you'll, you'll know these facts now, um, when you listen back to this podcast, whenever it is, but the Amazon is on fire right now. Yeah, so the, so the largest rainforest in the world that um, accounts for 20% of the globe's oxygen, so the air that we currently breathe, that precious sacred land is on fire right now. Mm. And, you know, people, I reground it, but it's like prayers and regrams aren't going to do anything for it right now. We need money. Mm. We need to send in resources. And it was just so poignant because, and, however, how I'm 31 now. So I was 18. Anyway, I was 18 years of age. And this was the first time a vision, I say, was ever kind of cast upon my life. And I was sitting, I worked in an accounting firm and I, there was a particular rainforest at that time actually being cut down as I was sitting there and it was all over the news and, you know, the poor um, orangutans, which, and still today the poor orangutans, but I was really impassioned and very pissed off and very upset. And I was at work that day telling every wealthy businessman that came because it was it was a lot of businessmen, not women, and that was another reason why I wanted to get into business as a woman. Um, but all the businessmen that walked in the door that day, I was telling them, I was like, that how are you, Anna? Look pissed off. I'm mad and I'm upset that I'm here answering these phones when a rainforest in Borneo is being cut down. Anyway, some of them just laughed and smiled politely, and then one particular man came in and I was telling him, and I said, and you know, I'm telling him passionately. And he just stopped. I'll never forget. And he looked across at me, like at the reception desk, stared me dead in the eyes and said, well, Anna, how about, you know, tying yourself to that tree? You get so wealthy by the whole damn forest instead. And I was like, oh, my God, is that, can you even do that? Like I had, no one had ever looked me in the eyes, not even the book. You read the books, but until someone or you hear a voice that like now it's like, you hear a voice or you, someone looks you in the eye and says it's possible and and cast that kind of vision on your life. And for me, I was like, I'm going to be so damn wealthy. I'm going to buy the whole fucking rainforest. Mm. Like that's what I want. And so it was just so poignant this morning that – and I shared it on my Instagram. It was like the Amazon is on fire mm. and we're praying, and which I'm, I'm all for, but, you know, and we're, we're regrounding to get the word out there. But what we need is wealth. We need resources. We need to be sending – and not rely on the governments. I believe, like, if I was a billionaire or a millionaire right now, it would be like I'd be sending water trucks and manpower and everything to help this rainforest stop. So it's just that to me. And to me, network marketing, so why am I so passionate? Again, like, to circle back to that, it's like I never had been shown a business model that would create more wealth, more ethically and more beautifully than network marketing. And so when people don't, and this is where I fully understand and respect, when people don't understand the business model or they have reservations around it, I'm like, I want to say to them, but seek to understand, mm-hmm. ask questions, seek the motivation of the, of the team or the woman or whatever you're joining. Because I know my motivation is I want to build wealth, yes, to retire my mom and impact women, but to buy rainforests, to mm-hmm. save the earth. Like, it's like, we are change makers in the, in this profession because we are generating wealth, our own wealth. We're contributing back to an economy and we're giving oxygen masks to anyone that joins teams to be like, here, take a breath, 
share some products that you love, generate some wealth and some financial leverage and security, and then how then can we, once we've impacted your world, how can you then impact the world? Mm. So it's just like, what? And this is what we get to do. And it's Thursday and we're having this conversation. I know. And people have a problem with that. I know. That's the craziest thing of all. People just don't get that. So I love that you're talking about this because if I would have heard this five, ten years ago, Mm. I would have joined the profession much earlier. And to be honest, like I I had my misconceptions about the industry because I just heard – people who knew people who knew people who knew people who had bad experiences like an auntie's neighbor's cousin's dog's nephew oh did you hear that you know earl got in that pyramid scheme and lost (laughs) all his money yeah with the toilet paper (laughs) and then there's like the you know the creepy culty like stories that you hear and then so i just had this thing in my head that like oh well you know i felt like a sheep i was just following yeah because i didn't know the thing as well though to speak um, life into anyone that's listening that's like, yeah, but you don't understand, like, this has been my experience. What I always say to that is, because they probably have had an experience, mm. is that often something will have happened. Because there are – so what I always say is our profession is not immune to ickiness or mm. um, wrongdoers. Bad, yeah. There's bad, bad companies, behavior. bad yeah. behaviour. There's people that do it for the wrong reasons 100%. But – there is no profession in the world that is immune to that. Mm, I've okay. gone to a doctor that was a quack, right? So I remember going in and he basically, I sat down and he's like, well, what's wrong? I'm like, well, I'm here to, for you to tell me that. <laughs> and I was like, well, what prescription do you want? That's the quack, right? Mm. So, but I didn't then write off every doctor. Yeah. I kept seeking until I found my right doctor because I knew that a doctor would help me. Mm-hmm. The same as, um, I don't want to say chiro, I love chiro. So the same as um, a mechanic, perfect example. There are so many dodgy mechanics mm. out there, but you don't write the whole profession of mechanics out. You keep seeking until you find the right mechanic. The same in network marketing. Mm. You might have had a bad, you might have seen someone's post or unfortunately gotten the spammy PM or whatever. <laughs> added to a group. We have added to a group. We all hate that. <laughs> we all hate that. But dislike that. I don't hate anything. But um, but you just keep seeking. Because mm. I'm like, if I could look you in the eye right now, but listen to my voice, it's like I'm looking you in the eye and telling you that this is the profession or the vehicle that can reward you a life of magnificence that you can't even fathom. But from the product perspective of whatever company you look at and the vehicle of network marketing. Mm. So it's like keep looking, keep seeking, keep seeking to understand, keep seeking to be understood, Mm. keep seeking that, you know, being motivated to ask the right questions and find the alignment because it will change your life. Like it just will. And what I love most about this profession too is you don't have to go in head all in and be like, it's going to change your life and I want to be making all this money. Like, some people join because it's – you can love your job and this might just be a really smart second income. Mm. Like, it's smart business. It's, it's, who it's doesn't want additional income stream? Yeah. Well, there's – I mean, not 76 – the statistics from Forbes at the moment, and I'm like, it's higher, Forbes. Come on. Catch up. <laughs> um, for sure. But Forbes has just released an article about 76% of Australians are currently looking for what we've got, like a side hustle, yeah. um, to bring in an additional income. But, no, you're right. And I think that's as well that um, – a lot of, you know, and we sell the vision. We do because mm-hmm. we've, we've created the vision for our life. But we always say in our team, it's a breath. It's that financial breath that yeah. you can just. 
I got it. <sighs> I can pay that fifty dollars towards my credit card this month and mm-hmm. not be stressed off my head. I can. I can get the avocado oh, smash. Yes, <laughs> I would. I just say. Um, <laughs> I can with halloumi. Yeah, fried halloumi. Yes, thanks for giving one of your halloumi. That's what the friends do. <laughs> but it's just it is. It's our financial breath of just. It could be twenty dollars a week in your household. It could be two thousand. But it's it's then your you know it is based on your skill set, your grit, how you want to show up. Just like anything else. Mm. I remember my first paycheck. Like, you know, I... In, Take I, us back, Chani. Oh, I, I joined this business because I was broke AF. Like, I had no money. I had a maxed out credit card. I had no savings. I was living paycheck to paycheck, literally putting $5 to fuel my car. And I remember that first paycheck, it was like $900 and... Like, that shook me mm-hmm. when I saw that, like, God. that $900 in my bank account. I was just like, all I did was share something that I love with a few people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I did it genuinely and authentically. And if I can make 900 I can make 9000 mm-hmm. And if I can make that, like, that's where the vision really grew for me. And I, you know, had my doubts. I was so afraid. I was like, what if I don't do well at this? What if I fail? What if I suck? What if, like, people say really nasty things about me? So I was, had a lot mm-hmm. of fear. But I think that financial pain of wanting that side hustle, I'm definitely one of those 76 percenters mm-hmm. because I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. Like, I will do – and, like, you guys are so intelligent as well. Like, you see an opportunity and you take it. Like, mm-hmm. I took it with both hands. I was like, I am never – letting go of this I have no idea what I'm doing I felt like I was like ignorance on fire we are still <laughs> yeah we got fire like it's not it's not even been that long but yeah it's it's incredible what it can do for people whether it's $90 or $900 like and I think that's important as well on the on the this distinction between the on both those amounts 90 or 900 or 9,000 let's say 9,000 and let's say nine thousand a month, or say 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 a hundred dollars a month, or ten thousand dollars a month. Let's mm-hmm. use a good round number. There's a difference in network marketing just to manage expectations as well. That it's if there's hobby income, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, or almost side hustle, and then there's business income. Mm-hmm. And we sit at the table today, obviously, as with business income. Mm-hmm. However, we you know all all teams and all um, companies hold the space for hobby income mm-hmm. or side hustle income. There's a there's a there's such a there's a place and a space for both, but you've got to decide coming into the profession what you want. Yeah, and and it's perfect. But I but then you cannot come in with a hobby mindset and want a business income, and then turn around and say that this profession doesn't work. No, you didn't work it, and that's I think that's where we it can, and it's our the onus of responsibility is on us as well to. To say that, look, it's going to take work. Mm. It's going to take grit. It's going to take falling down and getting back up. Just like any, if you want the business income, mm. if you want the hobby income of, you know, a hundred a week, that's beautiful. That's still mm. a beautiful income, beautiful income. Then that'll take a lot less work. It'll still take work, mm-hmm. but it will take less than a business income. But you've got to know who you are, and what you want in this, yeah. and then match your skills and your mindset to those goals. And then never be the one to turn around that didn't work, that didn't show up, yeah. that didn't, you know, and then put it on the profession. No, no, no. We're sitting here, three of us, as the possibility that it works. It really is on the person to then how they show up. Yeah. So there's that too. There's so, 
When you joined, like I know we try really hard not to talk about our journeys because I don't want people to compare them to ours and everyone goes at different, at different mm. paces and speed. But did you join to, with the vision that it is today or what did your kind of journey look like? Was it, yeah, I'm going, I want to be full-time income or did you dabble for a bit or... No, I was all in. So I was definitely the person. Um, so there's percentages in network marketing as a profession. There's there's the 85% of, of all um, customers, essentially, all people in network marketing, we're people, humans having a human experience, uh, 85% of us that just do it for the product in the mm-hmm. company and love the product and we love them for it. There's the, uh, what do they say, 15% or about, about then... 10% that mm-hmm. kind of more hobby income. So mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I want to do it. And then there's the one to 5% mm-hmm. that are like us that are all in. I want to say balls to the wall, but that's so <laughs> masculine. Balls to the balls wall. Balls to the wall. <laughs> Vision. They want it. They, and they're willing to work right. for it. And mm-hmm. I was that. And so the moment that that, uh, the business model was drawn for me, I didn't understand it. I wasn't mm-hmm. like, I get it exactly, and I, but it excited me enough that by the next morning I was, you know, at my computer by six a.m. and I, which is, it, that's not normal. That's not normal behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really tell that depth of it so people understand because I did go very fast. I created, um, you know, I broke records essentially in the company. Um, I built wealth fast, um, and and have continued to mm-hmm. up until this day, and will never stop. Um, but my work ethic matched my ambition. Mm -hmm. So I definitely went fast, but my greatest joy is making sure. And I know for you ladies as well, that there's a space and a place for all of those people Mm -hmm. that if you want to just be a customer, beautiful, there's a place and a space. If you want to, um, make this more of a hobby income, beautiful, Mm -hmm. there's a place and a space. And then if you want to really go for it, then you girls, you're going to have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's really important for people to be okay with where they're at, like not beat themselves up about, yes. oh, you know, I have this huge ambition, but really I don't want to stay up till 3 a.m. working on my business. Like I, like I remember staying up, like Matt mm-hmm. would go to sleep and That's I was like, good night, babe. I'll see you tomorrow at like midday because I'm going to sleep in because I'm probably going to be on my computer till 3 a.m. Now that's not normal. And I'm not saying that that's what you have to do to be successful. However, there's just that thing no, inside you yeah. that's like you go the extra mile. You go that you, you do extra. You go above and beyond because you see and you know and you want and you feel it. Yeah, but, but it's the same. It's the same. Just so because we we talk about all these like crazy hours worked and stuff. We've got to remember that at the root of it. So I love to manage expectations and make sure women know because we joke. You girls would do this as well in our company. We say like it's not net sit on your ass marketing it's not mm-hmm. net play although it is now but like <laughs> net play marketing it's network marketing mm-hmm. so it takes work however the core distinction is it's on your damn goals and dreams yeah it's on your you it's your decision and on your schedule it's on your schedule it's on your yeah. so i you know apology i was earning you know we were there's funds and great i was working my ass off getting nowhere really mm-hmm. whereas in this i work my ass off and get everywhere and that's the difference. Like it's just so mind blowing um, that that's what we like. It's like if you get that, yeah. and the other thing is that's what I want to say too is that if we we would say 
because women come in and they are, they're, they're, they're nervous or they're scared and I understand why, right? It's, it is different or it's becoming the norm. I'm stake, putting the stake in the ground is becoming the norm. Um, but if you opened a Lorna Jane, say, and you invested that amount of money, you would be up until you'd be having sleepless nights. Mm. You would be working your ass off losing money, yeah. losing money, like time for effort to, for energy would be in negatives. Like yeah. it's just wild. You've invested half a or more, but like a lot of money. Um, and you would be, you'd be like, please come to my store. Please come to my yeah. store. Please come to my store. And yet you, I believe almost the problem within network marketing is the startup cost is too low. So there's, there isn't that skin in the game because it's such a low investment, which is for product. Yeah. You can then show up or not. And so the, the kind of like whatever isn't there, the, the, I don't know, the onus of responsibility. But then it's if you do actually work it, like you were to work a traditional mm-hmm. business, which would be you'd show up, you'd put that open sign on your business door every day. Yeah. You would ask friends and family for support or for mm-hmm. reference uh, referrals. Then you would have like so much success. You'd be in positive yeah. income immediately yeah. because you had no debt risk essentially. So it's just crazy. It's funny you said that because there's so many people who have been watching me build my business and shining like, like, we work freaking hard to get where we go. And there's a lot of girls who look at us and be like, I can't do what you do, like what you're doing, like you've worked really hard. But I'm like, but what's hard? Because I look back at what I was doing before this. Mm. In just an, it was just a nine to five. Most people listening to this was a nine to five. It was in the government, but still a nine to five mm-hmm. with an hour commute. You could not pay me double what I'm doing now to go back and do that because I'm working. Yeah, I'm working hard, but not any harder than that. Um, match yeah. some of you guys a lot of girls I know who join network marketing they want it to be a business income mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they're not willing to put in the hours that they did for their employee like yeah they're more loyal yeah to employer. they're like they want to make way more money than they did in their job but they're not willing to even put in the hours to match what they put into their job so like you said it's still a business model it's just a smart way of doing business where if you match your hours and your hustle you're putting for a normal traditional business your leverage and the reward is crazy Exactly. And it, it is, it's about choosing your heart, right? Mm-hmm. So choose your heart. So here's a profession that's going to reward you magnificently and abundantly for effort and mm-hmm. for showing up and for doing, you know, working on your um, goals and dreams. And it's hard work or you work hard. So what I say is you work hard, but it's not hard work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Difference between working and, hard. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it's like hard for me is not being able to – feed your children what they want because you've run out of money. Yeah. Hard is having to budget petrol in the tank of your like tank of yeah. fuel and not being able to go to, to that adventure to the national park on the weekend because you can't afford to then drive your car to work on Monday. Yeah. Hard is not being able to send your kids to the school that you want and so leaving them with kids that are, you know, mm. a mess because you can't afford it. Like the hard is a lot of my heart's even more luxury. It's like my heart, because I'm, I guess I'm a different phase of life to a lot of mamas who join the business, but my heart is simple things like, oh, if I take that job, I'm going to miss out on all my friends and I go to that Christmas trip because I'm not going to like yeah, have yeah, Christmas yeah. off. <laughs> or my girlfriends are going to Bali and I can't go to Bali because I have the money. Like, this is a fun mm-hmm. way where I didn't have to miss out. Like, I didn't have to say no to anything anymore, mm-hmm. whether it was because of leave or because I didn't have that, like, that extra little bit of money sitting around. Like, it's just choosing what, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. what do you actually want? What excites you? Yeah, yeah. figure out that. Because I just think, and and some, and some we need people in jobs, although robots are taking over the world. So <laughs> we probably don't even need many humans in jobs in years to come. But 
I just think it's like exactly what you just said. What excites you? Figure out that thirst. What excites you for you? It's I know for all of us actually, it's travel. travel. Um, what excites <laughs> you? Podcast. Yeah, champagne, like music, <laughs> uh, that view. Um, what excites you? What sets your soul on fire? And then what? Yeah. Where's that alignment? And go and find that in this profession and work at it. And you know, the success can be unlimited. Truly, I, I see so. I meet so many girls and guys, but. We're all about women empowerment here. I meet so many women with such crazy ambition that just goes to waste mm-hmm. because they just don't they don't feel it. They don't they don't feel it. And I see so many intelligent women who would just crush this industry, but there's just I don't know, they've got the ambition, they've got the vision, but they just Let's help Don't them then. Me. I'd love to know. Let's do some quick fire questions mm. and uh, wh- how do you feel your ambition and your passion? How do you stay oh, how do I feel it? Yeah, how do you feel it? Vi- my vision. So I, I genuinely – so I'm. So what we just said, what excites you, what sets your soul on fire, and for me it was. It is very vision and mission focused. And if you don't have that to go even deeper, so if you're like, fuck, I don't even – I don't even know my mission or, vi- mission or vision. It's like, what excites you? Mm. What is that? What excites you right now? Because your ambition is there, say. Mm-hmm. Shannon just said, I love that. There, your ambition is there, but it's like you can't find the gap. Well, okay, well, what excites you? What would excite you? Would it be traveling for six months of the year? Mm-hmm. That could be your vision. For me, it is, you know, buying the damn rainforest and rich- mum for me. Like, I just want wealth to look after people. Mm-hmm. So, and myself of course, travel the world and, you know, have beautiful things. So it's vision and mission focused. It's just like I know my why and it just drives me like you wouldn't believe. I was sitting at my desk like two weeks ago. I mean, I will put a post up about this. I just wanted to give it time. But I I lost my dad to cancer three years ago and, and it happens. It always happens. You just you become overcome with grief. Like mm. it just comes on. And I was sitting at my desk working. It was a Saturday. And I was overcome with grief. Like I was just sobbing hysterically and it it comes and goes. And I was like, I'll call it a day because I was working. I was working. I was putting the work in. And I looked up and I have my vision, a photo of my mum and I sitting on my desk, which is my why. I'm going to retire her comfortably, but we're going to all live a magnificent life. And I looked up and I saw that. And I was like, how could I get up from this chair when that's that's looking me in the face? Like mm. that's my why. And so that's what that's that's where my ambition comes from, that's where my grit comes from. I know why I'm doing this. And what do you think's been the like your habit or a trait, one of your strongest that's contributed most to your success you've had so far? Number one, it's nothing else, radical consistency. Mm. Just radical consistency. People I, I, say, like, I don't work hard. I just work consistently. A little bit. Just a little bit every day. It's a turtle that wins a race in this business. Yeah. I mean, think you just show up and one foot in front of the other every single day. Radical consistency. consistency. And even on that Saturday, it was like, because you're okay, I'm okay, I wasn't dead. So it's like I can sit here and I can serve and I can still do this because I know why I'm doing it. And that's the consistency that keeps you in the chair. That's the consistency mm-hmm. that, you know, if you work full time, because I did in the beginning as well, mm-hmm. I didn't hit snooze when my alarm went off that little bit earlier to get up to work on this before mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. I got up. Because it was like a little bit before work and a lot after work yeah. um, was just that consistency. And so people who aren't in the network marketing profession, maybe they're getting little glimpses of it, especially through our podcast. I know we've spoken about it here and there with some of our speakers. What does a day in your life look like or what does work actually look like? 
serving people. So it's different. I want to, I always do like part-time, full-time. So as in like when I worked full-time and I worked this part-time, which is mm-hmm. when I really built the most successfully almost because you have yeah. less time, so you're better with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much like on calls, you know, sharing the vision, sharing the mission. And I always say, don't tell people what you do. Tell people why you're doing it. Yeah. So I was sharing that, why I chose network marketing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like buy my product. It's like, hey, I've aligned with this company that I'm aligned with. I've aligned with this profession and here's why I've aligned with it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you see yourself in doing this? It wasn't like, hey, here's my products and they're X amount of dollars. It was just sharing that vision and I, six years on, it's never stopped. Um, but obviously now we've built a huge organization, so it is more coaching as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and really coming from, I think in the beginning, it's about putting your own oxygen mask on first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we built that that income and um, financial security around us where then it became, oh, okay, let's put the oxygen mask on everyone else. Mm-hmm. So today it's a lot of calls still, a lot of coaching um, and a lot of free time. It's, it's definitely time freedom. It's a Thursday. It's 11.20. And we're chilling. sitting in Chani's house like doing a podcast. In a our breakfast. gym gear. Well, you look nice. I'm just in my, my slash <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, you <laughs> savages. Um, <laughs> I put some mascara on. I'll have you know. I didn't even brush my hair today. Oh, I didn't brush my hair. Calm down. <laughs> um, but, no, so it's, it's different. But in the beginning, so if you want, to be, if you want it to be paid like a hobby, You'd work it like a hobby. So Mm -hmm. your activities would, you know, you cannot have that radical consistency. If you want it to be a a business, and even small or large, Mm -hmm. um, you work it like a business. So you show up. Yeah. I challenge some of you girls who are listening to this, maybe you need to fire yourself and rehire yourself today. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Rock up tomorrow with ambition, but with fire and fuel, and go and find the fire and the fuel. What is it? Yeah, and would you? Yeah, would you enroll yourself in your own team today? Mm-hmm. Would you? Truly, like if you say your ambition is that you do want. Hey, and look, let's not diminish that even a hundred dollars a week. I'm talking residual, so yeah. like that. You know, you can shut your laptop, and you yeah. know it's going to come in no matter what. So hundred residual. That's still going to take work as well. So it's like if you're at that level, the hobby income level, which is still beautiful and perfect. Would you enroll yourself? knowing that you're probably kind of going to do the products, you're probably like maybe will sometimes show up. Like, uh, no. So it's like, okay, how do you, it, who you want to attract into your business, you need to be, mm-hmm. 100%, first and foremost. Yeah, I love that. So right, actually here's the challenge, what I would do around the ambition and the heart and the hustle and everything else. I would write a list of the traits and the values of who I would want to work with, which is this is what we do. And, you know, heart-centered and fun. It's got to be fun with me. Fun, authentic, driven, connected. And then every day use that as your true north Mm. and be like, am I being fun and authentic and connected and driven? And that's how hobby or business income you will have success in this with radical consistency. Radical consistency. I'm going to... Balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. (laughs) But for all of our earthies... You're no, I've got nothing. Please tune in. We call it babes in business for people who want to do business. But awesome. you can do business, guys, and be very soft in it. Oh, we've got ton, beautiful tons of them in our team. But I'm like, if I was like, balls to the wall, <laughs> I don't oh have my balls. God. Yeah, <laughs> my balls are inside me. <laughs> it has been such a bloody pleasure. Oh, it's over. No, I mean, it has. <laughs> no, it has. <laughs> 
thanks, ladies. You, I, can I just, we'll finish here. I promise I won't be long. I want to honor you both because oh, I, I just think, and if you're listening, like you're so lucky to have these two in your ears every what week? Fortnight. Every fortnight. Every fortnight. You are just, you are. You, I, I'm writing a post about this, but it's like, doesn't matter the company, um, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. And mm. I said to my husband this morning, like, looking across the harbour from my <laughs> boat to yours, it's like I just know that the profession is being steered in the most authentic, divine, beautiful, powerful way because it's you too. So, well, you started. Thank you. You planted that seed in us. You really did, girlfriend. Just farming. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, beautiful. Bye. We hope you loved today's episode of the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We're loving bringing you these episodes. Our mission really is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a veteran and you've been owning your own business for quite some time. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would absolutely love and appreciate for you to rate us and drop in some love on the iTunes app by giving us some feedback. We want to do something really exciting and we want to do a shout out of the week every week on our Instagram for anyone who reviews us. So please make sure you leave us five sparkly stars and you give us your feedback, but don't forget to add your Instagram handle or website so that we can shout you out. You can follow us on Instagram at Babes Talking Business or you can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com. All of these links are available below in our podcast notes and on our website. Thanks for tuning in.